Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. This weekend, our church around the world celebrates All Saints Day. Now it's unique that it falls on a Sunday. Now one of the unique things about what we celebrate today is just the title, All Saints. It represents the universality of all the saints and how we are also called to be saints ourselves. Now the church recognizes those that have met the criteria to be canonized, but we also recognize those who in God's eyes have lived saintly lives, which would be all of us. St. Thomas Aquinas once said, the goal for every Catholic is to be a saint. Maybe not an upper-class saint, but maybe a lower-class saint. Now, I would argue there is only one real regret in life, and that is not to become the person that God created us to be. Now, I realize we all have different types of regrets in life. I didn't become the success I wanted to be. I didn't achieve this goal or that. But at the end of the day, there's only one real regret that we have in life. And that is not to become the person that God intended or created us to be. Now, most of the time we fuss about trivia. Am I popular? Do people like me? Am I wealthy? Am I powerful? You know, from a spiritual standpoint, all these things are trivial. You may make all the money in the world, but from a spiritual standpoint, it's just trivial. You may have all the power to influence many lives, even an entire country. But again, from a spiritual standpoint, it's just trivial. Spiritually speaking, the one regret that we could have possibly in our life is not to become the person that God created us to be. If you look at the saints, the saints had no regrets whatsoever. They became the person that God created them to be. And see, that's why the saints are such role models for us all, to pattern our lives on. The saints are who they are because they surrendered to Jesus Christ. Paul puts it best in Galatians 2.20. He says, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. To be a saint means you allow Jesus Christ to dominate your life in every aspect. He is your Lord the Lord of your entire life, your whole life. Now, I would also argue there is this non-competitiveness about God. Now, one could easily say, well, God is so domineering. When God breaks into somebody's life, especially the saints, the saints surrender. They crumble under God's pressure and power. No, that's not the case. I would argue when you surrender to God, the God of whom we are all created and made in the image and likeness, it is then that you find yourself. You know, that's so evident in many of Paul's writings. That's why he says, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. 
He's really saying my old self, which was focused on my ego and power and honor, that doesn't matter anymore. Instead, Jesus Christ, who lives now in me, that's all that matters for Paul. It means Paul has now found his deepest self. That's what it means to be the person and become the person that God created us to be. That's what it means to be a saint. Now, part of the genius of our church is that there are so many saints, saints that are so diverse. Now, it's not a sort of everyone saying the same thing, walking the same way, dressing the same way. I'll give you some examples of this. Look at St. Joan of Arc. She was a warrior. She was a general that commanded armies, and she fought fights to defend people that couldn't defend themselves. Then you have a St. Francis of Assisi, who always preached and lived a life of peace. How about Thomas Aquinas, that intellectual giant, the greatest mind our church ever produced? And then you have a St. John Vianney, who failed out of one seminary and nearly failed out of a second seminary because of his poor academics. And then you have Pope John Paul II, charismatic, dynamic, you know, attracted by millions and millions of people, especially the youth in his world youth rallies. And then you have a St. Therese of Lesseur, who spent her entire life in the convent and lived her spirituality in a very quiet way. The saints had a wide variety of styles and personalities and backgrounds. One thing that they all have in common, they allowed Jesus Christ to live in them. But the perfection of God requires the wide variety of manifestations of the saints. There is no one saint that expresses the fullness of God. Each of the saints, in their own way, expresses something of God's power and presence. Like a bright light that passes through a prism and then breaks into many different colors. Well, think of God being this intense white light that passes through the prism of the saints' lives and splits into all sorts of colors. Well, when we look at the wide variety of saints, we get a look at God's total splendor. That is why it's so important for us to find a saint that corresponds to our own style of spirituality. But also at the same time, I would say, find a saint that isn't like you. Find one that doesn't have your style of spirituality or interest. Chances are that saint will complete something that is lacking in you. Now, we consider the saints our heroes, and we all have heroes in every walk of life, models, people that we look up to, whether it's in sports figures or artists, successful people. There is something about them that attracts us to them. Just look at John Paul II or Mother Teresa, our own modern-day saints. But there's something that goes beyond that. The saints are alive, and they are present to us. They intercede for us. From heaven, they guide us. Heaven shouldn't be thought of as some place in the far-out galaxy. No. Instead, think of heaven as another dimension, and yet it impinges upon our dimension here in this world. And so the saints, yes, they do pray for us. But the saints are much more than 
just a model. They are our spiritual friends who help us in our friendship with God. I think one of the most fundamental qualities of saints is that a saint allows Jesus to get into their boat. Remember the story of Jesus and Peter when they first meet each other? Jesus gets into Peter's boat. Peter's in his boat just minding his own business, and Jesus gets into the boat without being asked or even invited. He just gets into the boat, and then he begins commanding Peter, go out into the deep, lower your nets. Peter does what? He cooperates, right? He goes out into the deep, and then he says to Jesus, I will lower the nets even though we've been at it all night long and caught nothing. I will do what you want. See, that's a saint. A saint is someone who has de-centered themselves in their life. It's no longer their projects and their goals and their plans. It's now what Jesus wants them to accomplish. And so saints see themselves as a vehicle for the divine in this world. Now, don't misconstrue that as a domineering way by God, as if, you know, I have to negate myself and forget about who I am. No. In fact, it's just the opposite. When Christ comes into your life, when he gets into your boat, you actually find yourself in who you truly are. See, that's why saints are these vivid personalities, striking and memorable. Even the little flower, Teresa of Lesseur, spends her whole life in a convent, but she had a vivid personality. Now, why is this? Well, the closer God gets into our life, the more we are lit up from the inside out. You know, it's like that burning bush. So powerful when God comes into our life, it lights up our entire life without consuming it. You know, remember the story of Moses and when he encounters God on Mount Sinai in the form of the burning bush. What attracts Moses' eye is the fact that the bush, yes, it's burning, but it's not consumed by the flames. That's what God does in our life. Now, look at classic mythology. You know, when the gods come into our world, what do they do? They come and they destroy everything they encounter. They have to, to clear out space for them to be in this world. Well, that's not true in the Bible. The saints are like that burning bush. They're on fire for Jesus Christ, but they're not consumed. They are lit up and they become more radiant. And that's what we admire about them. That's why artists depict saints with halos over their head. It becomes a source of illumination to others, attracting people to God. Friends, today, our church takes time out to recognize the saints and their contribution to the church that we know today. Today and every day, we ask our saints, our spiritual brothers and sisters in heaven, that they will continue to pray for us as we become the person that God created us to be, just like the saints did. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.